Welcome to Documentary First, an inside look at a first-time filmmaker's journey. I'm your host, Josh Lindsay, from the Movie Proposal Podcast. And with me is our first-time filmmaker, Christian Taylor. Hey there. Hey there. Long time to talk to you. Long time to talk. And uh, next to Christian, as always, because otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this, is our sound guy, research extraordinaire, pushing buttons, Jason Rugg. Hey there. Were you going to say something? I like his cute little hey there. <laughs> he sound, kind of sounds like a Muppet. <laughs> uh, a quiet Muppet, I guess. Isn't that like a, a, an insult in England? No. Like, you Muppet? Oh, is it? I don't know. You call that. somebody a Muppet. It's, <laughs> I think it's a backhanded compliment is what it is. Yeah. Speaking of English people, I'm totally going off the record here, but uh, but guess what I did last night? Went to England. Nope, but I was talking to a man from England, oh. which made me think of this. I was at Cantini, and they had a Band of Brothers evening, oh. and I hung out with Frank Perconti, Ramirez, Gonzalez, and Dukeman. What do you mean you hung out? Like, were these are people portraying those people? Yeah, those are the actors. Oh. And one of the writers. Wow. It was super cool. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm already friends with a couple of them because they're in Normandy. Did you get some pictures, post this stuff? Yeah, you want to see? Well, I mean, not be kind of a lame thing to do on a podcast, I suppose. But <laughs> yeah, well, I, I guess you can we'll post them. So that's Douglas Spain. Wow. Tony Gonzalez. That's <laughs> These are amazing pictures. I wish our listeners this could see Duke them. This is Dukeman and Ramirez. They look exactly what you think just yes people. they're they just look like people in a and that's frank perconti he still looks very much like oh he used to. i totally recognize that guy he's yeah. in a lot of stuff yeah. yeah did you call any of them a, a muppet i did not call them <laughs> <laughs> sorry everybody i guess i'll have to post those on my facebook page <laughs> yes uh, anyway it's a super fun night they're awesome guys if you ever have a band of brothers opportunity to go and meet them i highly suggest you do they took a lot of time to talk with people and you know sign autographs and take pictures they were awesome guys speaking of taking pictures and posting them um you have a book with i, I would you call it a photo book uh, well it does have um archival photos some personal photos of danny's and then other ones that we found but yes i mean jason didn't even know we had yeah. a book i think you even said to me there's a book <laughs> yes there is a book the girl who wore freedom it was written by peggy sue wells and i together she did a lion's share of the work uh because she is an actual author um she did an incredible job because I think she had to work on this soup to nuts to figure out how we self-published this book. And um, we just did a lot of research. And, you know, I learned a lot about the book writing process from buying Isbin numbers to, you know, hiring graphic artists to lay it out to tra- – we, we also translated it into French. So it's French and English. Uh, but you can find it on Amazon.com. You can find it, more importantly, more importantly, you can find it on our <laughs> website – uh, normandystories.com slash shop. If you buy it through our website, uh, part of the proceeds come back to us So, because we have a, an affiliate with Amazon. Okay. So that would be great if you would buy a book through our website. It costs, what does it cost, Jason? You've got Amazon up there right there. Uh, it costs twenty four ninety nine hardcover or ten ninety nine on Kindle. Yes. So the most interesting thing about this is when I took the, I took – 100 books to France. No, 50 books to France. 25 English, 25 French. They didn't sell. So I was like, oh, well, I guess this was a bad idea because I laid out a lot of the money up front. And then I had to leave 
most of them there because they were too heavy for me to bring home. But then I come here. I have a few left. I order some, you know, on Amazon myself, and I take them with me. And at the first screening in Chicago, people bought them. So I was like, huh, they sold better. I think we sold five. And I was like, wow, they sold better here than they did in (laughs) France. And at this point, we're not really making money. You know, we're still – I'm not even charging uh, really enough. So – but I – when I was in Clarksville last week, somebody met me on a Tuesday night opening dinner and said, oh – you're the author of that book. I was like, like, I've never been referred to as that an author. I'm like, I am. He's like, yeah, your book. I bought your book. And I was like, you bought my book. He's like, yeah, I brought it here to sign it. And I was like, what? (laughs) And so there were people that actually saw that I was going to be at the welcome home celebration, bought the book. So I would sign it. And, that has started happening, which is super cool. So we did this originally because we wanted to capture her story, and we were trying to think about a way that we could um, make money for the film. Um, what it has turned out being is that people actually really like the book. Like, <laughs> it's a children's book. It's Danny's story. Mm-hmm. Um, we also put a bunch of history in the back. Um but it's nobody's ever heard this story before, so it's a brand new story. So, okay, you're a first-time filmmaker attempting to do something you've never done before that's difficult for professionals to do. Yeah, that's true. I'd like to point out we had a cricket just join our audience. <laughs> Where did that guy come from? I have no idea. He has a lot to say, apparently. We, we shoot this in uh, Phil Vischer's studio. and it, He's Bob it, the Tomato of VeggieTale yeah. fame. Yes, and it has a professional look to it with, I mean, there's actually... No, it doesn't. Yes, You're it, being way too kind. No, I'm well, serious. If you don't look at it, it's very professional. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, it, there, there's a sound stage and there's light, I mean, rafters, you know, light yeah. hanging from it, you know, like, I mean, this is this is way more to do than... A typical podcaster's. That's true. You know, I mean, That's it's a true. mess in here too. I'll say that, but <laughs> wow. But apparently, lots of years of lots of creative stuff happening in here. <laughs> Nature is creaking or creeping its way in. Yes. So Okay, the cricket's gone. Um, what were we talking about? You were oh, saying the book, <laughs> the okay. film. You were like, yeah. You're, you're, so you're you're attempting to do this, uh, you know, seemingly impossible feat that you've never done before. Professionals have a hard time doing this. Period. And then you decide to do a book on top of. I mean, the book itself. Uh, like I try and do these things for my my family. And Dad, have you finished the movie yet? Have you finished the book yet? And you're like. So, no, give me, you know, like, get up my back, kid, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> I gotta, I have, I gotta have creative sport spurts to get me going. You and, totally uh, do. That's for sure. But how did you come up with the idea? Well, really, it's out of desperation. I mean, you know, you're thinking, what can I do? And and really, I'm all in, right? Right now, I have the luxury of being all in. I have a husband that does put a roof over our head. My children are older, um, and. I'm so passionate about this, and I've spent so much time and so much of my own personal money that I can't stop now. I'm over the Atlantic Ocean. You know, if I stop flapping my wings, I'm going to crash into the sea, (laughs) and I can't do that. So, you know, I'm constantly – I think there is no question I have an entrepreneurial bent, and I think that's another thing that we need to say to anybody that Mm. is interested in being a first-time filmmaker is you got to think outside the box – and I may have said this before – of I'm just making a film or I want to express my art. You have to think of it as a business. 
when you open a film, you are opening a business. And in and all the rules apply. It takes money to make money. You have to invest in time and capital in order to actually have something to then sell. Um, you have to market, promote, fundraise, you know, all of those things. And so I'm just always thinking outside the box, what else can I do? What else can I do? What else can I do? And partnering with people who I always know I have no idea what I'm doing, but maybe someone else will that will partner with me. And in that case, it's Peggy Sue Wells. She's an author. She's done this before. She, um, you know, she was a dear friend of Katie, um, Katie Lee's Katie Lees, who is the voice of Connie on Adventures and Odyssey and oh, right, also right, right, right. works wow. with you in Primerica. Uh, yeah, Katie Lee introduced me to Peggy Sue Wells. And um, yeah, so she's like, well, let's try to do a book. This is a great story. Now, the next stage is for us to submit the manuscript to a publisher where we would have watercolor drawings and it would be a real children's book. Okay. Um, for now, we just it's very simple, you know, totally um, bare bones, just black and white archival photos in the book and print. But the story... It's still a beautiful book. It's a beautiful book, and the story is really great, and kids love it. So, um, I don't know. I have hope that maybe one day I'll recoup what I invested. I think I have invested like $2,500 or, or more in this book. Um, but, you know, when I pay for the graphic art color, you know... The, laying out the cover and the transcriptions and all the fees for everything and then actually ordering the first two boxes of books and having them shipped to France mm -hmm. and all of that, you know, takes money. So um, I don't know if it'll – but I do know it's good marketing material. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so uh, that's been good. I was thinking um, since I've heard that you published a book and I didn't – you know, like 10 minutes ago uh, – <laughs> I have friends and people I've known who are like one of their dreams is to one day publish a book, even if it's self-published. Yeah. And so you kind of accidentally accomplished other people's dreams. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's so true. Like I never that, had by a dream default to do almost. Yeah. So that, that's that's kind of cool. It's the things that come along with making a film that you never expect. And yeah. that's like you said, you're thinking outside the box. But this is something that you know it's it's something that people try to do, and you've kind of accidentally found your way into this. Yeah. Really cool little thing. That's, that's yeah, that was cool. that that was really actually kind of cool when he came up to me and said, Oh, you're the author. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, What? No, I'm, not. I'm a filmmaker. Have you heard of my movie? Shame on you. You're an auteur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the thing that's interesting about this is that um, now in our society, not only can artists make their own book, yeah. they can make their own film. Like, it truly is remarkable that I have been able to do this, you know, well, with I, I as think... little <laughs> training and money and everything right. that I have. I, I, just listening, Jason, you talk about, you know, friends who dream of even just self-publishing. It really, you know, you just got to do something. Yeah, you just right. have to start moving forward yeah. doing yeah. something. You know, yeah. when Sky was talking, we actually had Todd Komernicki, the producer of Elf, and right. he talks, he, he gives a talk. Uh, to college students who you know or want to be screenwriters and filmmakers, and he's like, "Look, I'll, I'll talk for the next thirty minutes, but I'm going to tell you right now, the whole crux of this is you have to leave here and you have to go home and you have to write. You just have to do it." And and Sky, who's a published author, it just said, "Amen." Like, it doesn't matter if you have a publisher, if you have an idea, you just have to go home yep. and write, and you have to do something. So, it is a dream if you sit around and think about it and do nothing. <laughs> yeah. But if you just 
go out and yeah. do something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's absolutely right. You have to just decide, I'm going to do it. And you have to step forward knowing that you can't see a foot in front of you, yeah. but you ha- can see the next step. Right. And so you just have to do it and stop procrastinating, whatever that thing is, whatever it is. And, you know, like with this, um, yes, it, you can self-publish, but it still takes work. Oh, Peggy yeah. Sue will tell you if she was here. <laughs> I never understood that it was this much work to actually get this done. Um, and I don't know that she'll ever do it again. But, um, <laughs> but, but we did it together. And fortunately, because I've written a movie script and I've spent years researching Danny's life, we had all the materials. It was just a matter of crafting it and putting it together. That was honestly the easier part. Um, It was just getting it actually done. So um, if you have not looked at the Girl Who Wore Freedom book, I highly recommend you do. Um, Do we have any uh, reviews on Amazon? I'm curious. Uh, We do, actually. We have uh, three different ones, uh, but I'll just do this top one here. And it starts out with, please, can we have more books like this one? Our grip on World War II history is loosening with the passing of every veteran. This is a book that will help our children and grandchildren understand what was at stake in that conflict. And the images contribute so much to the story. A well-written and much-needed book. Highly recommend. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that makes me super happy. I wonder if one day there'll be reviews for my film that I'll actually want to read. <laughs> well, speaking of reviews, yes. if you are listening to this podcast, you can review the podcast to help uh, uh, boost its you know awareness you know to other yeah. people. So, and we, we, we actually just discovered that it's on iTunes with the reviews. We didn't even know it. <laughs> I was well, asking earlier, how does one listen to this podcast? We knew it was on iTunes, but we didn't. We just had never looked. <laughs> okay, well, you, you, Jason knew. I had no idea. Yeah, so, so it's on everything you can listen to, you know, a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, our website. And I also know that I'm the one that says, welcome to Documentary First, every time we do this. And I, I, I didn't search for that. I searched for the girl who wore freedom. <laughs> and it's actually called Documentary First. Yes. Documentary <laughs> that's, First. That's should, obvious to everyone but me. You should probably but. add that to the tags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the things you learn. Yeah, how wow. not to do a podcast. Right, right. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, well, uh, maybe the next podcast, you can read me some of those comments. Oh, I'm fantastic. curious as to what they say. Uh, Well, listen, one thing that I do want to say is we still are looking for volunteers. If you're listening to this and you have the gift of administration, we could desperately use your help. Uh, Social media, we're still looking for somebody to help us with Twitter or Instagram. Um, We also um, can use some more writers uh, and certainly can use a fundraiser. So um, even if you do not think you have any quantifiable skills, uh, but you have time and you're interested in learning, we can train you. Uh, so email me at Christian at NormandyStories.com. I would love to hear from you. If you can make a donation this week, we we have had a couple of people do monthly donations of $25 oh, or wow. $50. One person wow. did it for $100. The monthly donations have been incredible because we have monthly payments like for uh, editing software that we're having to pay for. And to know that those mon- that money is there every month has just been really incredible. So if you can make a donation, awesome. If you can't, if you could share this with some of your friends on social media tell them to watch our trailer our trailer hooks everybody watch our trailer uh and then you know share the film and then check out normandystories.com slash screenings uh and see if you can come see us i would love to meet you awesome well hey everyone uh, glad you could be here thanks for listening to documentary first 
where we believe everyone has a story to tell and you can be the one to tell it. Thank you for listening to Documentary First. We really appreciate your partnership with us. We can't do any of this without you. So thank you so much for listening, for donating, and for following along on our journey. If you are able to make a donation this week, we really would appreciate it. We are supported by donors who give us $100 or less, so anything helps. Also, if you're able to share the news about the girl who wore freedom with your friends and family, please do that on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or email, and sign up for our newsletter at Normandy Stories. Please go to normandystories.com slash donate to make a donation today.